Welcome to the Live Big Podcast featuring Dr. Derek Greer, where we teach principles from God's Word that will empower you to live big. For more information, visit DerekGreer.com. Here's Dr. Greer. Hallelujah. I will bless the Lord at all times, and His praise shall continually be in my mouth. From the rising of the sun to the going down of the same, His name is worthy. Worthy, worthy to be praised. Hallelujah. Well, we're going to get into the Word. We're going to be in Acts chapter 12 and in verse 1. Now about that time, Herod, it's about 10 years after the resurrection of Jesus, And the grandson of the man that had killed all the babies in Bethlehem was at it again. And here's something you just got to know. Some people are just evil. They're just evil. And there's nothing you can do about it. Remember Pharaoh? All the praying, all the groaning, Pharaoh remained Pharaoh. Remember Jezebel? Called down fire, you know, beat Ahab's chariot, but Jezebel was still Jezebel. And now we have the Herods. Some folks are just crazy and ain't never going to (laughs) change. You just got to make peace with that. They crazy. They crazy. And uh, in God's wisdom, he let them be down here with us at the same time. But here we have the, the church doing what it does. And Satan himself inspires Herod and The king stretched out his hand to harass some from the church. Satan has no greater pleasure than inflicting pain on those God loves. And tonight my goal is to encourage folks that have been harassed, people that have been troubled, people that have been harangued and gone through some stuff in 2018. What I want to tell you is, No matter how great the pain has been, no matter how large the monsters have been, no matter how long the struggle has been, there's a Japanese proverb that helps. When you come out of the storm, you're not the same person that went into the storm. And that is what the storm is all about. You thought God was weak. God was working on something. God knew what he needed to do to make you into the who he's called you to be. Verse 2. Then he killed James, the brother of John, with the what? Sword. Now, if you're familiar with the book of Acts... For the the, the last uh, 10 years or so, the apostles have been on a winning streak. I mean, it it was remarkable. Peter stood up to preach. 3,000 people were saved. Uh, The the Sanhedrin put them in jail. An angel went and got them out. They beat them up and and, and really, you know, they really beat them really bad, and they left the prison singing. I mean, it, it seemed like the apostles had the absolute Midas touch until this verse. 
one of the twelve, actually one of the three that was the, the, the senior group in the twelve, James, was stabbed and killed. And because Herod saw that it pleased the Jews, by the way, the whole thing was about politics, and, and in politics, nothing happens by accident. So y'all, the problem with y'all, y'all believe that stuff you see on television. That's your problem. Nothing happens by accident in politics. Well, after he found out that it pleased the Jews, he, he proceeded further to seize Peter also. So the powers that be figured out, well, well you know, if we could finally get to James, we need to strike while the, the, the iron's hot and go, go after the head of the movement, Peter. You see, the, the downside of leadership is the higher you rise, the bigger the target you have on your back and the more the price that's put on your head. You see, everybody wants to be a diamond, but very few people willing to get cut. Now, it was during the Feast of, of Unleavened Bread, an ideal time to make an example of Peter. Crowds would be, you know, fill, filling Jerusalem, and everybody would be there to watch the execution of Peter. So when they had arrested him, he put him in prison and then delivered him to four squads of soldiers to keep him. Now, as I said, the, the apostles had already experienced several miraculous escapes from prison, and Herod did not want to repeat performance, so he quadrupled the guard to make sure that these disciples would not escape. But do you want to know why it was so hard in 2018? It was because your past success only made your enemies play harder. And because the disciples had such a track record of getting out of a bind, he quadrupled the guard. You know, in basketball, if you're really good, you get double teamed. But Peter was so bad, they quadruple teamed him to make sure and here's the deal. If you got a whole bunch of devils trying to surround you, it's because you're doing something. You hear what I'm saying? That's the only reason why you face some of the things you face this year. It's because God knows and the devil also knows who you are and what he wants to make out of you. Well, he put these four squads of soldiers to, to keep him, intending to bring him before the people, like I just said, after Passover. And and he intended to publicly humiliate Peter and the whole Christian movement. And you need to understand the devil we're dealing with is not playing patty cake. He's not playing footsie. He's not playing a little nice game of tag. If you're going to fight in this battle, you've got to put on the whole arm of God. You hear what I'm saying? If you're going to win in these evil days, you've got to be armed and ready for battle. See, I don't know about you, but I'm not just here to take up space. I'm here to win. And you got to get that attitude before we go into this next year. Peter was therefore kept in prison, locked up, trapped, shut down, under guard. As far as all the onlookers could, 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 could see, it was, it, was, it was over. But what finally happened after James was killed the church finally realized that these apostles were not supermen. 
And finally, every member, they weren't just waiting for the pastor to pray. They weren't just waiting for, for Peter and them to call. Every member began to call on that name above every name that can be named. You see, to get through the storm, you can't continue to be the same person who went in the storm. And again, that's what the storm is all about. So people had to wake up if they were going to make it. And I want to tell you, in 2019, some folk are going to have to wake up if you're going to make it. But constant prayer was offered up to God. You see, they didn't pray the same way for James because they just thought, you know, James got this, God's got this, God is sovereign, he's going to handle it. But when they killed James, they said, oh, no, this is for real. And all of a sudden, when they got Peter, the whole church is, is praying. And sometimes God has to let things get bad enough because he knows that's the only way we're going to really cry out and call on him. But when every door closes, heaven gates remains open. My Bible says somewhere, if my people call by my name, but just turn off the TV for a few minutes. Stop arguing about, you know, whose church is better, what preacher preaches the best. Stop arguing over how long a dress should be and, and how big your hat should be. If my people who are called by my name would just humble themselves, stop acting like you can figure it out. Stop acting like you can fix it. If we would just humble ourselves and pray, that's what the Bible says, that's, that's what my book says, and seek my face, turn from your wicked ways. I will hear from heaven and heal the land. We say, God, why haven't you healed the land? God said, why haven't you humbled yourself? Why haven't you really turned to me in prayer? Why haven't you sought my face? If my, it's a conditional, if my people. And some of the things that happened in 2018 were God's prick. It was God's poke trying to wake us up. If my people would just be found on their knees crying out to the only God that can help. If my people called by my name would humble themselves and pray, seek my face, turn from their wicked ways, I will hear. That's a promise from heaven and heal. How many of y'all got some things that need to be healed in your life? But we just heard the formula. The great revivalist and the founder of the Methodist movement, John Wesley, said this. He said, God does nothing except in response to believing prayer. Yeah. Acts 12 and 6. And when Herod was about to bring him out, that night Peter was sleeping. You've heard me preach on this before. Peter showed no sign of anxiety, no sign of worry. He was sleeping soundly on what seemed to be the last night of his life. But you know, when God's people are really praying for you, there's a peace that you can't quite describe. Oh, what peace we often forfeit. 
Oh, what needless pain we bear, all because we do not carry everything to God in prayer. 2018 was a wake-up call, and God is calling us to battle a great warfare. I believe in 2018, the devil poked a sleeping giant. And if God's people would respond and humble themselves and pray, we will see results. That night, Peter was sleeping bound with two chains between two soldiers. You think you have problems with the person you're sleeping with. <laughs> that went right over your head, right? <laughs> and the guards before the door were keeping the prison. So as far as the devil was concerned, no way out, check, mate. But because God's people got serious about prayer, things were about to change. And what happened to James didn't happen to Peter. My Bible says a thousand may fall at my left hand. 10,000 at my right, but it shall not come near me. You see, what happened before doesn't have to happen again if we just be found on our knees. Verse 7, now behold, this only happened because they got in God's face. An angel of the Lord stood by Peter. But don't you think the angel of the Lord loved James too? You know, if Peter had a personal angel, I'm sure James did as well. The only difference between Peter and James was that God's people were fully woke. That's the only difference. The only difference was the church became a praying church, not just a preaching church, not just a hallelujah, but a praying church to get through the storm. You cannot be the same people who went into the storm. And that is what the storm is all about. You say, why did I go through what I went through last year? It's because God knows that you're not going to come out the same way. And in his wisdom, 2018 was designed to drive us to our knees. And the angel of the Lord stood by Peter. Obviously not because he was an apostle, James was too. But because God's people prayed. And a light shone and he struck Peter on the side and raised him up saying, Arise quickly, get up. As fast as he got up was as fast as the chains fell off. You see, when we do our part, God will do his part. And his chains fell off his hands. Anybody in the room ready for some chains to fall off? Here's what you got to do. Get up. When the angel said arise, he arose. When God says come, you come. When God says go, you go. Then the angel of the Lord said to him, gird yourself and tie on your sandals. Meaning, Peter, don't dress for where you are. 
dress for where you're going. By faith, start acting like what God promised is going to happen. If God said you're moving out, go and look for an apartment. If God said you're going to meet somebody this year, start reading books on relationships. Start preparing yourself for the thing you say you believe God said. You know, before my, my wife, we had no money. We would go into these homes and just imagine. Sometimes we go to the car dealership just to get the, just to smell them, you know, to get, just to, one day, honey, we're going to have that smell in our own garage. And, uh, you know, when you really believe, you'll have a, a, attending or corresponding actions. And the angel gave him directions, and the Bible says, so he did, and that has to be what we do. When God says, give it, give it. When God says, receive it, receive it. You got to do what God says when he says it. And he said to him, put on your garment and follow me. He's saying, Peter, no half measures. You you put on some stuff, but you need to put on all the stuff. If you're really done with being trapped, if you really believe you're coming out, you need to put your party shoes on tonight. You need to celebrate in advance. You need to get ready, get ready, get, 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 get ready, get, get, get ready. Get, get ready, get, 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 get ready, get ready, get, get ready, get, 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 get ready for what God's about to bring your way. So he went out and followed him. And he did not know that what was done by the angel was was real. Peter obeyed without fully understanding what was going on. But he had sense enough to know God was in it, so he decided he wouldn't get in the way. God doesn't always give me an explanation. I don't always quickly understand what he's doing. But when he says move, I move. You hear what I'm saying? And we have to learn to move with with the cloud. Peter, he's a great apostle. I mean, he's walked with Jesus, saw Jesus, knew Jesus. He thought he was seeing a vision. Meaning what was happening was just a little too amazing to believe. And what I want to tell you is God is still in a mind-blowing business. My Bible says eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, neither has it entered into the heart of man what God has prepared for those who love him. God got some stuff for you that will absolutely blow your mind if you would listen and obey, if you would just be found crying out to the Almighty. He will hear and do what only he can do. When they were past the first and second guard posts, and we're almost there, they came to the iron gate that leads to the city. So he passed all these guards, 
And somehow God hid him, and God will hide you. Folks that intend you harm and mean you harm won't even see you. It's amazing what God can do. He's walking. He's, he's like seeing people look at him, but they don't see him. So he's like, is this really, really, really happening? You see, those guards and even that gate was nothing. As long as the angel of the Lord was, was with him and the prayers of God's people were behind him. Maybe many of us in this room, actually, I, I know, because I, 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 I felt the Lord saying, son, you know, you... You got past the first and the second guards, but you're a little worried about that iron gate. I mean, you have faith enough to get past, you know, those two issues and even some of them chains in the guards, but, but it's just something about that, that, that iron gate that got under your skin and, and it's just, just, just something about that that got you nervous. You see, the, the outmost gate or the iron gate was the outmost gate that actually led from the prison into the city. So that iron gate represented the final victory. And, and, you know, God's brought us this far. But sometimes we start tripping up in our mind. I don't know why we do dumb stuff like this. I mean, he already did this. He, I mean, he broke us free and all that first, second, but all this iron gate somehow looms so large. In our minds, like, you know, what's going on? But here's the deal. God did not bring you this far to leave you. I mean, if, if, I mean, think about your life. I know that sounds cute, but think about your life. All that he brought you through. All the stuff. You know, you think I'm being cliche. No, I'm, I'm, no you should be dead. You should be sleeping in your grave. You should not be here today. You should not be in your right mind. You should not have the people you have in your life still in your life. You shouldn't have your job. You should be in jail, some of y'all. You should be having drool coming out the side of your mouth. You have been listening to the Live Big Podcast with Dr. Derek Greer. For more information, visit DerekGreer.com or follow Dr. Greer on social media.